0: welcome to our podcast analyzing a study in scarlet by arthur conan doyle i'm anderson sigliano
1: i'm brendan rayner
0: and I'm Parker Wilmensee.
2: A Study in Scarlet is the first book written in the Sherlock Holmes collection, and it is told to the perspective of Dr. John Watson, a retired soldier, as him and Sherlock Holmes encounter their first case together as partners as detectives.
1: We will now enter a debate segment where we talk about whether or not there's a lack of character development in the novel, and if Sherlock Holmes character is complex enough to make up for that missing character development piece. I am on the side that Sherlock Holmes is an inc- incredibly complex character and does make up for that missing element.
2: I, on the contrary, believe that although Arthur Conan Doyle did add little pieces of character development in Sherlock Holmes, that his main, his main task as the writer of the story wasn't to give Sherlock Holmes a complex character development side rather than to entertain and to
0: create a plot for the story. And I believe that there... There are two sides of Sherlock Holmes' character, and the audience can see an observant side and a compassionate side of his personality.
1: So I'll start by making my point with this quote, which comes in chapter two. As the weeks went by, my interest in him and my curiosity as to his aims in life gradually deepened and increased. His very person and appearance were such as to strike the attention of the most casual observer. In height, he was rather over six feet and so excessively lean that he seemed to be considerably taller. His eyes were sharp and piercing, and his thin, hawk-like nose gave his whole expression an air of alertness and decision. His chin, too, had the prominence and squareness, which marked the man of determination. His hands were invariably blotted with ink and stained with chemicals. Yet he was possessed of extraordinary delicacy of touch, as I frequently had occasion to observe when I watched him manipulating his fragile philosophical instruments. This quote is relevant to my argument because you can see here um, Watson describing Holmes. He has so much that he's picked up on him, whether it's his nose, his height, his weight. Um, he's a very interesting character, and he's, he's uh, easily easily observed because he is kind of this odd, um, obscure character that uh, is very confusing and needs to be figured out, which is why Watson has studied him so much to be able to describe this many characteristics about him.
2: Um, In my quote, I have that his ignorance was as as remarkable as his knowledge of contemporary literature, philosophy and politics, he appeared to know next to nothing. And that is simply just stating that, that Sherlock Holmes as a character outside of his field as a detective Arthur Conan Doyle kind of like shut off any outside knowledge or character kind of traits that Sherlock has outside of his work as a detective and outside of the plot as a story to kind of eliminate these distractions and other things to the story.
1: So I understand what you're saying. And I think that's a pretty good quote to argue your point. But um, I would counter argue that the, the character of Sherlock Holmes is as complex as any character I've read in any book I've ever read. Um, he, his his character, whether it's his physical features, but in particular his, his mental capacity, his mental um, features, this detective way, the detective ways he has. Like when we see, I think it was in chapter, maybe start of chapter two I believe, um, when they go to that apartment together um, and they become kind of friends, but it's really just Watson studying Holmes and this weird character that he's now been put in an apartment with um, and kind of studying how Holmes looks out the window and, and can dis- determine what jobs people have or he knows random people walking on the sidewalk because of this detective that he is. But it's just this very obscure character. And I think that kind of makes up for the fact that, sure, he's not um, developed very well in the story. And I agree there's definitely a lack of that. The author could do a better job of that. But I think he makes up for it with this complexity.
2: On that last thing you argued there that Arthur Conan Doyle could do a better job of it. I think his lack of character development and traits on Sherlock Holmes was almost intentional because in a article that I read about Arthur Conan Doyle and his experience writing the Sherlock Holmes collection, it was more to entertain both himself and the readers and to kind of sell and make the most money per se for his work because I read that Arthur Conan Doyle of did whatever he wanted with Sherlock Holmes as a character in the Sherlock Holmes stories and that whenever he wanted to make a case or a book he would whenever he wanted to do anything with Sherlock Holmes he would kind of incorporate that in the stories and in the last book when he wanted to when he kind of got tired of writing about Sherlock Holmes he kind of just killed him off randomly in one of the books to end the series which I think shows that although Arthur did incorporate a little bit of character traits and development in Sherlock Holmes that his main kind of ideology of building these books was not to kind of give a complex storyline, but simply to just entertain and write a interesting plot and entertain the reader. In terms of your quote, how you brought up Dr. John Watson studying Sherlock Holmes throughout the story. In your quote, you brought up kind of him studying and explaining Sherlock Holmes as more of a physical appearance, his physical traits, rather than his character traits. And you brought up how he has this extensive knowledge to tell people's occupations and stuff you you explained as a detective knowledge and i agree that he does have that detective knowledge and detective character traits but outside of this detective world this plot that arthur conan doyle kind of pushes the story through that that sherlock holmes was not given any kind of outside traits or hobbies or anything to kind of like derail the story or anything
1: Yeah, I would just argue there was a couple um, parts in there. The first was he explained his extraordinary delicacy of touch. Um, And then the second one, oh, his his appearance could strike the attention of the most casual observer. So, yes, I agree. That quote um, does describe a lot of physical features. But it also does mention um, this kind of uh, mental capacity that he has. It also said... uh, his he's a man of determination so they're they're describing his personality traits just as much as they do describe those odd physical features like such as you know his, his chin and his nose and he's tall and skinny and all that stuff
2: would you agree with me well although that Sherlock Holmes has a character development and character traits he doesn't have this complex character design that we see through a not a lot of recent novels that we see that he kind of doesn't kind of outside of the detective world he doesn't contain more of these traits that other characters would
1: i think we could find common ground on the fact that um there isn't much character development from him especially as you mentioned comparing to modern day novels and the characters of those novels and then also i think it's important to mention sherlock holmes is not the only character in this novel i mean obviously we've talked about watson and there's so many other important characters but between those two main characters there's really a lack of character development. And then even the outside characters, um, there's still not much character development. So I would agree on you. I would agree with you on that uh, front that there's not much character development, but I would still argue that he's a very complex character. And I think that that kind of fills that gap.
0: Agreeing with Parker's original point, I have a quote here from the second chapter um, that's from Dr. John Watson. No man burdens his mind with small matters unless he has some very good reason. Here, Watson is commenting about Holmes' knowledge about these eccentric subjects like the cigar cigar ash. He's sure homeless has good reason for knowing these types of things, but he's not sure what the reason exactly is. This dialogue could have been spoken by Holmes himself, who in the next paragraph is said to have no understanding of the solar system, which is outside the detective field that he's that he is an expert in. To him, knowing such trivial information is indeed a burden. He remembers only the information that specifically patterns his own work and the revolution of the planets does not.
1: The only argument I'd make for that is you mentioned um, he has this lack of understanding of the solar system because it's out of the detective world. If anything, I would just say that actually exaggerates this weird obscure character that Sherlock Holmes is right we we look at him as this genius detective um, in those crime scenes when he comes back and he's like how in the world did you not find it the clues were so obvious right he's yelling um he's upset and there he's just displaying that he's a superior detective but then when it comes to the solar system which I mean obviously we, we all don't know much about it but everyone at least knows a little bit about the solar system but he doesn't so this is what makes him so weird and so complex like here's this guy he's a genius detective and at the same time he doesn't know a single thing about the solar system so with that i think we should transition into our discussion on theme and we'll start with parker parker why don't you read us your theme that you believe is the theme for this novel all right so actually we had to pause because class was over and then parker's out sick today so we're just going to start with anderson anderson what is your
0: um theme that you found for this novel So my theme was sexism and misogyny. So throughout the novel, Arthur Conan Doyle had hinted and um, had non-descriptive or just small evidence towards this misogynistic behavior towards a woman in England and America at the time. And you can see this through comments and actions that Holmes and Watson did towards women throughout the whole novel, and this sh- goes to show how different the times were between when Arthur Conan Doyle wrote this novel and today. Yeah, that's a good one. For my theme, um,
1: I found observation and deduction, and I looked particularly at a um, article from LitChart. Lit LitChart, sorry. Um, where they, I, I took this quote down. It said, the first interaction between Watson and the consulting detective represents the essence of the Holmes-Watson dynamic throughout the story. Holmes is attentive to clues to which others are oblivious, allowing him to quickly deduce information. In this case, Watson recent return from Afghanistan and Watson is astonished by uh, Holmes' abilities. I really like this article because I think it well represents um, the theme, especially in the first two chapters or so, um, of this part one that we 're focusing on in this podcast, um, because Sherlock Holmes is a very tough character to understand. we've discussed his complexity in the podcast, and I connect that to my theme because he's so complex to understand that basically throughout the novel, Dr. Watson's being used as a a magnifying glass or like a tool to discover more and more about Sherlock Holmes. So we start to learn more about his personality and then from the other perspective, you could also say this theme matches. Um, Holmes personality because he is a detective, right? Like he solves uh, murder scenes. He looks at people on the street and can tell their occupancy. He knows who people are just by looking at them. So he's this guy who observes everything and kind of looks at everything from this lens of a detective. And at the same time, throughout the entire novel, Dr. Watson is a detective of Sherlock Holmes in a way. I feel like his whole purpose as a character in this novel is just to be um, the detective of Sherlock Holmes and to explain this complex character that I know Parker would be arguing with, with me about again if he, if we, if he was here um, and not sick today. But we can't have that argument, so that'll probably wrap up our podcast. Uh, thanks for joining us. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, feel free to email us. Um, I'm B 22 at EOSmith.org. Anderson's uh, A at 22 at EOSmith.org. Um, so that'll be it. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you.